Hi guys, and welcome to episode 36 of the Optical View podcast. I am super excited to introduce this week's guest, Amar Armstrong and Max Kaiser, from the band Short Walk to Pluto. Short Walk to Pluto is an up-and-coming rock band. They are some of the hottest in Canada. If you don't know who they are, give them a Google, listen to their music. Incredible. Highly recommend it. I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Optical View Podcast. Today I'm super excited to be joined with the band Short Walk to Pluto. How's it going, guys? Good, how are you? I'm great. It's going well, how are you? excited. So let's first begin with, uh, who are the two members of the band joining us today? So my name's Emma, I'm the lead singer. Uh, My name is Max, and I'm the lead guitarist. Sweet. Now, I do have a couple uh, this or that questions. I'm just going to get you guys to answer it, and uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. You guys just pick whatever you want. Okay. Sounds good. All right, first one, cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Oh, tea. Coffee. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Tacos <laughs> or burgers? Burgers. Yeah, burgers. Mm-hmm. Pancakes or waffles? Oh, shoot. Mm. Probably Probably. pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. I just had pancakes. (laughs) All right. One of my favorite ones, pizza or pasta? Pizza. Done. (laughs) Mm, Probably pasta, honestly. Yeah. Oh, Max, you're going to have to fight after. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's pineapple. Unless it's pineapple. No, no pineapple. You're sick. (laughs) Always pineapple. Oh. All right, and now I have uh, I have one that collectively you guys have to agree on. All right, okay. so there's two other members of the band, correct? That aren't aren't here with us today. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. So if you guys know this, then even better. If you don't know it, I guess you guys just gotta kind of infer. So collectively, who do you think out of the band had the craziest upbringing as a child? Oh Lord. Hmm. <laughs> Craziest I, upbringing. Honestly, Max, probably you, buddy. You think me? Yeah, I could probably say were, me. I would say either you or Dan, but like more so you. You, you, like Max is was not born in Canada, and we're Canadian, so like, <laughs> which is kind of cool. That's true. I guess I was. Yeah. I didn't start out in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I would, I'd probably agree with that. I'd say it would be me or Dan, but yeah, I'd probably say, probably say me. Okay. Where were you born? I was born in Fontainebleau, France. France. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And when, was... when did you move here? Uh, 2005 ish. 2005. Nice. Okay, now Max, pull the French, buddy. You got this. Oh, I can't speak French. <laughs> I'm awful at French. <laughs> all right. Out of all of the members of the band, who can eat the most? Danny. Big Dan. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> big man, the big Dan. I love it. All right. Who has the weirdest pre-show routine? Oh. Oh. Uh. What is our pre-show routine? I guess, I think all of us, we kind of just like dance around like idiots most of the time when we're about to do a show. We're like jamming out to the other bands going on. We're just like, yeah, look at us. We got the best yeah. news. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't say we really have a routine. It's just kind of yeah. going around. Yeah. We're kind of ridiculous. Okay. Okay. 
Who sleeps the most? Me. <laughs> oh, me I don't know. I sleep a lot. That's fair. We're all very tired individuals. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I We're try not... to get like 10 yeah. hours of sleep a day. You're... That's crazy. I wish. Um, I don't even know. We're not around each other enough to know how much we sleep. Like, we don't live together. We're all kind of yeah. like, we all have our own little places, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Max. You know what? For the sake of the interview, Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is the loudest? Max. Oh, it's me. <laughs> By a long shot. Nope. And that's said with love. Not even close. That's just said with love. <laughs> yeah. All right. On the other side, who is the quietest? Jake. 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 Yeah. Is he drums? Also not even yes. close. <laughs> yes. Jake, Jake is very mysterious, and he gets all the girls because he's super mysterious. Ooh. Ah. Spooky, spooky Jake. <laughs> All right. Who out of the members of the band has the most tattoos? Me. I'm the only one Definitely with tattoos. Yeah. yeah. I have, since joining the band, I have, and that's only been like a year and a half, almost two, I've got, I think, eight tattoos. So, yeah. Five of them were in one session, which was kind of insane, but... I really like those things, and I have plans for many more. Let's hear about them. What do you have? All right. Um, okay, so first tattoo I got, I was 19. Uh, it says, Elvis has left the building, and the font is in my grandfather's handwriting because I'm a huge Elvis fan. Um, my second one is a turtle that my grandfather drew for me, and I love him. His name is Basil. I have 444, which is my angel sign, so just saying that my spirit guides are with me. I have a rose because I am super into roses. Um, I have a tattoo that says I'm not okay because I like my chemical romance and mm. I'm not okay. Um, I have a treble clef with notes falling off of it. I have two ribcage tattoos that um, are roses and parts of a skeleton. Uh, I have a heart on my hip. I have my um, dog who passed away's paw on my leg. And I have a sparkle on the back of my neck because I like glitter. Wow. <laughs> oh. I have a lot of tattoos. There's there's like this, I think that's, wait, I, let me count. 11 or 12, I think. That's like, I think it's nine. I think, nine, I think it's nine. I also have the most piercings. I have like eight piercings, so. Does any of the other band members have piercings? No. I don't think so. No. no. I'm the crazy one. <laughs> Now, let me ask you guys this question here. Do you think you guys would ever get a group tattoo? I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really uh, hard. Probably not. <laughs> Dan and I don't really like tattoos. It's not really our thing. They have to deal with me. Um, I'm trying. There was this really, there's this TikTok that I saw that was like these four little dinosaurs on skateboards. And I was like, guys, he's so cute. They said no. We do love dinosaurs. We do love dinosaurs. <laughs> I thought it was perfect, but I was wrong. Where would the placement for that tattoo go? Oh, probably on my arm somewhere. I have so many on my arms. I would probably want it like somewhat visible to be like, look, we're friends. We have cute little matching tattoos. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. All right. And um, individually, what are your guys' favorite bands or artists? Oh. Um, well, I know for a fact that uh, me, Danny, and Jake, our favorite bands are all, uh, or our favorite band is all Rush. Um, um, I know um, Jake's favorite drummer is Neil. Uh, my favorite guitarist is, is probably Alan. 
Danny's favorite bass player is Ged, so the trifecta. This is a very hard question because there's so much good music and so many good musicians. My favorite artist is Elvis, and I think my favorite band is a mix-up between a Canadian band called Marianne's Trench or yeah. um, Paramore. They're just Ooh. so good. Yeah, I freaking love Paramore. and uh another one what's the what's your guys favorite band or person that you have played with oh good question oh Um, numb tongues the numb tongues were really good i'd probably say crown lands they were uh they were wonderful people they were also uh, very good excellent uh excellent band numb tongues is a great uh great one too they were so much fun they're such a weird funky like ridiculous uh band Check they them out big, if you haven't. Yeah, you should. Crownlands and Numtums. I I agree with that. Those guys like Crownlands is a two piece. Um, it's a drummer who also sings, and then a guitar player that plays everything else. And they're just they're phenomenal. Their their music is so cool, and it's it's like very rich with like history about um indigeneity and that stuff, and it's awesome. And then the Numtums are just like you can just groove and dance and have a really good time with. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I'll have to look them up. I, I'll be honest, I haven't heard of them, so I'll have to look them up. Mm. So how did how did you guys get formed as a band? Go ahead, Max. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'll do it. All, All right. right. So the guys have known each other for a really long time. Um, I joined within the last year and a half. They knew each other since high school. Um they i think it was jake and max first and i'm gonna be like quoted so wrongly here but i'm doing my best um so jake and max met first and they i think they were going to a concert but it got canceled and they were like we should just do it ourselves like we could do it and then they met dan and they added dan to the to that piece and they've they've gone through a few singers um and then they kind of landed on me which was really cool um because i love these guys and i'm very lucky to be in a band with them so Long story short, they met in high school, and then they met me through a mutual friend. Wow. I yeah. love it. I'm going to try. Oh, he's back in. Sweet. We did it. Hey, so sorry about that. I think uh, my Wi-Fi uh, disconnected for uh, a brief moment. Sorry about that. No worries. You just you just missed the story about how you guys all got together. <laughs> I totally, I know ah. it so well. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> all right. So... Sorry here, Max. You guys all met in high school, you, Danny, and Jake? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, we um I, I was in the same class as Jake for a lot of um a lot of stuff. And, you know, he liked Rush, he liked rock, he was a drummer, and I was a guitarist. So we were like, okay, let's jam. Um, started jamming. Danny was a year younger. We brought him in as uh the bass player in our school's jazz band, and we made this fun little uh pep rally band where we'd play rock covers and everyone would go crazy and it was fun. Um, but then after uh, high school, we, we were like, okay, let's take this seriously. And we formed a real band called Shore Rock to Pluto. Danny came up with the name um, when he was not studying for his exams, <laughs> which we love. And then, uh, yeah, um, did a couple uh, brief stinks with uh, some singers, but couldn't really find the, uh, you know, the right, right piece we were looking for until, uh, until I met Emma. And, uh, and Emma totally blew us away with her, uh, her talent and ability. And, you know, the rest is history. Thanks, buddy. And at what point did you know that Emma was a great fit for the band? Uh, 
Was it in I my think, apartment? Our... Sorry? Was it that time in my apartment when we were just like jamming? Um... Yeah, that was that was fun. I think we jammed I Wish by uh, by Stevie Wonder's fantastic song. I'm awesome. just doing a little acoustic acoustic run of that. So that was that was awesome. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. she's a she's a serious singer. Um I think uh I think personality wise, um, you know, beyond music, she meshed very well uh with with everyone in the band. You know, um a lot of a lot of what we do is just, you know, goof around and and make jokes and stuff like that. And she fit right in with that, which was important because yeah. like, you know, we you know, we're we're trying not to just be uh, you know, uh, group of musicians, but a group yeah. of friends, right? As well. So you know, um, before before anything, she became friends with the band, and, and that was very important. And I think, yeah, like jamming a few a few covers like that, um, and she she definitely uh, definitely showed a lot of uh, drive, passion, and uh, an initiative with with the music, which was which is also very important because it can't just be uh, us three driving the ship. And mm-hmm. you know, after all that, we were like, yeah. Let's uh let's get her in the band. I'm just ridiculous. It's really all it is. <laughs> and so, how did you guys come up with the name? Oh, that's a Danny, Danny question. Was n- not studying for his exam and was just <laughs> goofing around picking up funny band names. And I don't know if he was like, "Ooh, 30 seconds tomorrow, so I can rip that off," or uh, <laughs> or what? Oh, actually, no. He he only we only realized that it sounded similar to 30 seconds tomorrow, like years after we came up with the band name, but uh. But uh, yeah, he was just not studying, coming up with band names, and I guess that was his favorite one. And we were like, yeah, we, you know, we do. Jake and I didn't have any good ideas, so we, when I we first stuck heard, with it. Yeah, when I first heard the band name, I was like, oh, oh, I like that. I was a little weary, and then I was like, actually, this is really cool. So I, I think it's a great name. I love it. I love it. And you guys spoke about covers, mm-hmm. right? What would be your favorite cover of any song to play? Ooh. We have two, um, two that we like to play live that we uh, that we're all that we're all big fans of. Mm-hmm. And that would probably be "Message in a Bottle" and "You Ought to Know" uh, by Alanis Marset. Yeah. Um, those are two two faves that we always kind of fall back on for our live sets in particular. They're just they're fun, great showcases all around. Yeah. Um, you know, the crowd good always energy. likes it because you know, yeah, yeah, good energy. Crowd crowd's familiar with the tunes and mm-hmm. uh, they're they're great songs to play. I would probably say "Barracuda." I really liked covering "Barracuda" mm-hmm. by Heart. Yeah, that, that one was really that's cool. Too. Yeah, that's uh, I love I love all those songs that you just mentioned. So that's, <laughs> that's really uh, <laughs> interesting, cool, fun, all of the above. Yeah. And so now take us through your own songs that you have. Right, you guys have seven, I think, um, published. Is that the right word? Recorded. Yeah, I think it's seven mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's There's the three off the first EP. The three that. Yeah, yeah, it's seven now. We're about to have eight. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you draw right. news on that? Um, kinda. Wait, I don't know if we have a date for release yet, but we're hoping for early November. And the song is super sick, and it's, it's, it's very our sound, but also something that you didn't expect coming from us. If that makes sense. Okay. A lot of different instrumentation, which we're excited about too. Oh yeah. Oh, I see. All right. And how would you describe your sound? Whatever we want. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a few ways you could describe our sound. To me, the main the main two ingredients um, 
Uh, there's a few things. There's a few mm. things. I think you can't deny you can't deny Emma's voice is is distinct. Uh, you have you're 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 adding elements of like that like '90s alternative kind of Alanis Morissette sound with with even some country uh, mm. and twang in there. Um, and I think I think you combine that with 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 driving drums and mm. and I gotta say Danny's Danny's Rick. Um, uh, you know, very, very Getty, very Squire influenced. That definitely takes up uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of space in the uh, in the rhythm section, right? Because we just have one guitar and the, uh, you know, the odd keyboard thing here and there. Um, so there's not there's a lot of space that has to be taken up, and I think Dan's done a great job of filling that out, such that you know we we I always like to say he's not bass, he's lead bass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It all um, the majority of our songs are very bass like driven, which I think is awesome because I, I do love a good bass part. But I just think as a whole, we all have our own kind of distinct sounds that if you listen to it, you're like, you don't have to just listen to one thing that is going to pique your interest. If you listen to at least one instrument, one time you're listening to the song, you're going to hear all these really cool, distinct parts that sound completely different, but also work so well together that it's just super cohesive, if that makes sense. So... I'm very lucky to have Absolutely. some really talented bandmates. Let me say. Same here. Same here. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. That's a great point, Emma. Definitely the the pillar band mentality yeah. um, is what we're going for. So if you haven't heard the, the the term pillar band, it's like think about Led Zeppelin. You know, each member in that band is holding up an equal equal weight to the structure. Yeah. Um, and you know we're trying to do the same kind of thing. And with those seven songs, is the one that comes to your mind immediately that you think that was either, you know, that one's your favorite to perform or, um, you know, the, 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 your favorite, the way that it um, finally came about when it was finished being recorded? That's a good question. Um, like, that was well, kinda... very excited about this new one that yeah. hasn't been released yet, so stay tuned for that. Um, Exciting. I do agree. My favorite? Yeah, yeah. My favorite to play would probably be Harder to Breathe. Um, I really like the guitar solo in that, and I really love the instrumentation. So that's always, like, a really nice sonic experience when I'm listening to that. Although mm-hmm. I have to say, in terms of, like, like quality and just, like, how it came out, super happy with our most recent release, uh, You Are Not the Only One. Yeah, that one came out really well. I don't know, Phantom still for me. Even, like, to play live, and when we finished it, I was just, I was over the moon. It's always such a good, like... We, we used to open with Phantom, um, and it was just like, it was such a great crowd pleaser, and now we kind of moved it to the middle of the set, and we've added like a really cool intro part to it, and it's just, I don't know, it just, it gets the energy pumping, it gets, if I, we've come down from like a slow song, it gets my energy back up, I, I love it. Wow, that's perfect. Yeah, that's a great one. Just, sorry about that, you actually kind of just rolled into my next topic, how do you guys build um, sets for shows? Right? Is there different tempos that you guys look to, or does it change completely on the audience and who you're playing with? It's a great question. How do um, we do that? <laughs> so I, I like to I like to think about you know I like to think about the set in terms of you know some of my greatest live uh, live performances. So they always start high energy, they end high energy, and then the middle is where you get very intimate with uh, with the crowd. Mm. So so I like to kind of structure in, in that like reverse um, reverse hump kind of way. And 
you like it's i think it's important for for all musicians to not just try to recreate the studio session live because you're never going to be able to get as good as that yeah. so you might as well have some fun yeah. with it and do something that's unique to every show right so that's why improvisation is a big part of of playing live you always got to have some room for inf- um improvisation uh, improvisation yeah mm-hmm. thank you emma uh mm-hmm. but also like like making sure that you're having fun the entire time too yeah. you know you're you're not just there to do a job you're there to to have fun and and with that like we, we've been experimenting a lot with with doing structured jams going into songs starting yeah. songs differently playing songs in different genres mm-hmm. um and then and kind of making fun of the song sometimes too <laughs> which is always fun so it's important to it's important to to kind of experiment do things differently and not just play the songs like all right we just finished that one here's the next one and then you yeah. start the song you got to kind of got to kind of do everything everything unique i think our most recent gig that we did at the rivoli where we were uh the direct support for the band called the bots and they're from california and they're also very fantastic i think that was probably my favorite set that we've done it was it was energy throughout the whole thing and i love when we do high energy shows and it was like even when we got into our like our slower songs we actually had people come out and make these little we have a song called married paper boat and they they made little paper boats and they were like waving them around during the song and though it's like a slower lower song the energy just it just stayed up because everybody was so into it so it's yeah. i think we're doing a pretty good job at picking and choosing what songs we do where and what's the craziest um I'm trying to think of the word here whether it be story or be um i guess story or like tale mm. uh, that you guys have you know told the audience uh in the middle of your live show <laughs> um we don't really story tell in between shows um i think i think the craziest one we did was at blues fest and i called out my ex-boyfriend before i sang a song about him but that's really like that's the craziest i think we've done i don't know max is there something that you're thinking of yeah yeah it's um i would i would agree with you there like we we storytelling is i think something we should we should start experimenting more with because um you know i always always love hearing like rants from the singer about this one time when i was visiting you know my town this whack thing happened in the hotel or something like that i remember eddie vetter told like a 15 minute story in between (laughs) songs about like some weird hotel experience that he had and, you know, um, Eddie Vedder, you know, he speaks a sentence a minute. So it was, it was, it was but he's a great storyteller. Um, I love Eddie Vedder. But uh, yeah, like, I think that's definitely something we should we should start doing, uh, start doing more in our live sets. Yeah, I could definitely stop uh, a show and just tell them about how I got broken up with. Yeah, I think that'd be fine. <laughs> now I feel like you kind of got to tell us the story of that, that blues, that blues fast. In oh, your ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. So um, I, I wrote this song for Blues Fest and it's called, and this is not out yet. So this is, this is between us girls here. Um, it's not, it, everybody can know. Um, it's called Maybe Probably Never. Uh, it's, we're almost, we're really close to um, getting it released, but no dates yet. Um, I wrote it a while ago, like, a, like probably, I think a year and a half ago now. And I wrote it about this guy that tried to break me and my current boyfriend up. Um, and the lyrics maybe probably never is very self-explanatory. Maybe we'll get back together. Probably actually never. We're never getting back together. Please leave me alone. 
Um, and, oh, I'm really going to call him out here. He's also in a band. And so I called, instead of saying his name, I called out his band's name because it sounds like an insult. But I'm not going to say it because what I said was kind of mean. But <laughs> listen, I have no ill fe feelings towards this guy. He's actually a very sweet person. Um, and we've we've buried the hatchet. But um, I just it, it felt very appropriate because it was a very angsty. It's a very angsty song. And to get that energy up, I wanted to have that little bit of angst before I re went right into it. So was his band playing at the same blues fest? No, thank God. I would have oh. felt so bad. <laughs> No, um, they play the, They just mostly play the Toronto scene, which is great for them to get shows in Toronto. We love playing Toronto, so. Mm. And that, that kind of brings me into my next kind of uh, topic here. Where's the furthest that you guys have traveled to play shows? Oh, probably probably Ottawa. Yeah. Or was yeah, we're working on... Uh... No, Ottawa's definitely further. Okay. Um. But we are like most of our fans are in the U.S. I would say 60 percent plus. Mm -hmm. And then we have quite a big chunk in Europe as well. Um, so we definitely want to expand out. And we are working very hard right now trying to get uh, national, international tours going. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. Cross your fingers here. I guess then you'd find out who sleeps the longest then. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We'll uh, have a competition. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wakes up first? So maybe a trip back to uh to France then. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. That would be that'd be amazing. Do you Welcome still have to buy Sorry, go on. Sorry? Go no, on. no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Say, do you still have any family there? Uh no, um we actually didn't we actually don't have any family there. Um my my dad was uh my dad and my mom were living there when my my dad was going to university and just happened to be born there. <laughs> but uh, they're both from France. Canada. This oh, yeah. is currently there, yeah. Oh, wow. And so, I know you just mentioned one of the songs, and you, you didn't name the other one, but you have another one coming out. How mm -hmm. many songs do you guys think you have written and close to being recorded that you guys are ready and you guys feel comfortable playing and you've practiced it? Oh, that as soon as you feel like uh, you guys are all good and you guys all give the okay, you're good to publish it. So bunch. Um, yeah, quite a few. There's there's like two stages of, of where we have a lot of songs. There's songs that are in the idea stage and there are songs that are in the finished stage, right? Um, we probably have a dozen or so that are in the finished stage and then maybe like 50 that are in the, uh, the we're working on it stage. There's one that I'm absolutely in love with called uh, Me, My Dog, and Our Time Machine. And I'm really excited to record that one. That one's a, we've yeah. played that one live a few times and it's, it's, it's a crowd pleaser. Let me tell you. That's a fun one. Very mm -hmm. kind of like uh, Eddie Van Halen picked up Jack White's rig and yeah. joined King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> song. A lot of fun. I love it. And I know you have your first EP out. When do you think you'll have your, your first full length album out? Hmm. Well, uh, the hope is is that we can start uh, working on that in the summer. Uh, yeah. Plans aren't finalized yet, but it's in the very front of our minds. So hopefully, hopefully within a year. Yeah. Mm. And do you think those two songs that you just mentioned would be on there? Absolutely, uh, if not earlier. Yeah, maybe probably never. We'll probably be out separately, but 
You never know, actually. We'll see. That's actually a great topic. How do you determine whether a song goes on an album or it comes out as a single? I don't think we're quite at the album stage. Like, not saying that we're not, but I just, we haven't really been able to get into a studio and actually do the album yet. I think right now we have so many individual songs that we're super excited about that we just want to release that we we kind of play it like that for right now. But it, again, we do eventually want to make that album. But currently we, we have ideas of what's going to go on an album once we do it. Um, but singles are going to be the way to go just for a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah. And speaking about I mean, it's a phrase that I hate, but you hear a lot, you know, the starving artist phrase. <laughs> right? How does that how does that translate to you guys? I mean, do you guys all have to work full time jobs and, and do all those kinds of things? Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh I yeah. also like I travel to get to band practice. I'm in a town or in a city called Waterloo and the guys are in Toronto. So in order to, you know, pay my way, I have to pay for my gas and things. So yeah, Max and I actually work together at a company. Um, Danny used to work there and Jake's also got his full-time job. So yeah, we like we, we have to figure out a way to fund this thing and we want to do it correctly. And we want to make sure that we can also continue to live lives that are, you know, feasible with this freaking economy we're in right now. So we're going to drop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, if anyone, uh, if anyone wants to support the band, which we love and we can get that uh, album uh, to you guys sooner rather than later. Um, <laughs> feel free to support the band uh, like with our our, uh, our little tip jar. It's called Pickle Jar. Um, you know, you can find that anywhere on our on our link tree. But uh, more specifically, it's all over our Instagram page. Yeah. So if you, uh, you want to help out the band, much support and much love to, uh, to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, let's dive a little bit on that. So, I mean, obviously when, you know, busking there's a tip jar and there's stuff like that right yep. so where did this idea come up where people can donate um to you guys using this i think it's an app right yeah it's called pickle jar so they actually reached out to us um a little while ago and we were like oh yeah this is a really cool idea and then we we kind of no offense to pickle jar we really like the app but we kind of forgot about it for a hot minute and then we were like everybody is saying that we should get like sponsorships we should be doing this we should be doing that and I was like well we have ways that people can tip us if they so feel it and people have been asking on our social medias and I was like let's really like activate this thing and like make it go wild a little bit and it it has which is awesome um we've been one of the top three uh earners for I think the last month now which is really cool so all the love and support everybody is giving us with tipping us on this thing is they like I don't think they understand it's so 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 helpful especially because we're so young and we're we're trying to figure out life and getting through stuff so it's it, it's been a great great help and people don't really know it well said mm-hmm. totally agree perfect and I mean when do you guys think uh I mean Ideally, like you said earlier than later, but when do you guys think you'll be able to make the jump to full-time where you won't need to all have full-time jobs and you guys can just solely focus on, on the music? Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, yeah. Like, uh, I, think, I think, again, it's in, the, it's, it's in our minds. It's something mm-hmm. we're thinking about and we're trying to plan. Hopefully, hopefully we're, we're, we're doing full-time by the time we're, we're working on the album mm-hmm. and we can start touring as early as next summer. Um, so yeah, I guess, um, you know, it's, 
it's an it's an it's an ongoing challenge to get there but i think yeah. it's a challenge that that we all enjoy and i think it's a challenge that we're uh we're facing well and i think we're doing a good job in getting us to uh to that stage where we can take this full time and yeah. make this make this our our whole lives this is this is what we want to do for the rest of our lives so we want to find absolutely. ways to do it absolutely hmm. Well, speaking about that, you know, where do you see, I guess, uh, I guess the word for this is goals, you know, where do you see the band in, you know, one, three and five years in terms of, of what you guys will be doing and accomplishing? Gosh, well, like, even our social medias, they've just like taken off and we didn't expect this as fast. Like we went from 10k followers to 100k followers in literally a week. So I'm hoping in the next year we're actually doing like tours, maybe some baby tours opening for bigger bands three years. Like we've had at least maybe one or two albums out um, and like doing this full, full time. Like this is all that we're doing in five years, hopefully being like nominated for like a bunch of like top notch awards. Cause that would be really cool. I've always wanted a Grammy. <laughs> I got to put something on my amp. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just sitting there with, with Baron with nothing on it, like where where are my Grammys to put on the put on the amp? Yeah. Jenny needs a songwriting credit. Come on. <laughs> what do you think sparked that massive jump in popularity? Uh, on mainly on your Instagram. Hmm. Oh, the covers we did. What cover think, was it? I think algorithms are really challenging to predict. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to uh, to pinpoint one thing. We did have a few videos go viral, uh, some covers. Mm -hmm. uh, the two big ones uh, were "Your Love" by The Outfield and "Dreams" by Cranberries. Yeah. Love both of those songs, and I think uh, I think we all did a did a a great job. We did an job amazing job. With those yeah. Covers. Yeah. Yeah. I was, Not to tutor on horns, I was but blown away. Blown away. I, yeah. Emma nailed, especially that like cranberry mm -hmm. sound. Man, Dolores is such a unique sound. I think Emma so really hard. did uh, did that justice. Yeah. She's she's crazy. I I love her voice. I th I think the the 100 like the 10k to 100k came from when we did the the outfield cover. Um is it the outfield? Am I saying that right? Yes it is. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It's the outfield. I think that that jump was then cuz I think that one's got over like almost 5 million views now, wow. which is really crazy to for Instagram is ridiculous. Like Instagram's a hard beast to tame and we know that. So and what we want people to understand is that like none of it was like we we did not buy followers we did not like go any way to like to boost numbers like that would be ridiculous so it, it it was all organic and it was just it was like overnight and it was it was really cool to watch and freak out when we hit that 100k i was on my phone i was like swiping and like reloading the page and i was like oh my god is it gonna happen is it gonna happen and it did and i was like wow that's so cool so <laughs> It was really also, cool. just love all the support we get on Instagram. Instagram yeah. is such a, it's been such a supportive community. Um, so, nice. so, super, super thankful for all of our uh, all our fans on Instagram and every mm -hmm. every single one of our followers. You guys are amazing. Yeah. And what social media do you guys have other than Instagram? Do you guys have TikTok or YouTube or anything like that? Yep, TikTok. Actually, oh, yeah. our TikTok blew up first. What are we at right now? I think yeah. 100. We, we're actually more uh, more popular on TikTok than uh, on Instagram. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think yeah, our TikTok's around like one uh, 180,000. Uh, we also have YouTube. Our our most recent music video for "You Are Not the Only One" doing quite well on that. Check that yeah. one out. Uh, really, really love the people that we worked with on that. And we are working with them again on this new song coming out to be announced <gasps> soon. Um, but yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, yeah. you name ah. it. 
Not yet, LinkedIn. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> and who runs all these accounts? Is it one person? Uh, no, we all uh, kind of collectively share responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Jake typically will do a lot of the posting on, on TikTok. I'll do a lot of the posting on Instagram. But, like, Emma will also do uh, posting on on both platforms. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, like, it's... Den- it's, it's yeah. It, it's it's a it, we, we is share a team. Yeah, it's a group effort. Yeah. We all got to do it. I love it. You guys sound like uh, such a team based band, right? Mm-hmm. We got to be. Yeah. It's, it's important. It's important. Team teamwork it makes the dream work. No, oh, yeah. What accomplishments have you guys uh, accomplished or gotten? Oh, we've had a few things. Howard Stern. Howard Stern was so cool. Howard Stern has shouted us out twice on his on his radio show, and that was getting those those messages from fans being like, "Oh my God, Howard Stern just talked about you." That was really cool. That was fun to wake up to. Playing Blues oh, Fest, yeah. playing Blues Fest was a big accomplishment for us. We opened for Crownlands, like we said, in Three Days Grace, which I love. Three Days Grace. Um, I'm best buddies with the guitar player now. <laughs> um, we've uh, we've we've met. Uh, the band Train, um, you know, Hey Soul Sister, that those guys, the the yeah, bass yeah, player, yeah. he's he's such a cool dude. His name's Hector. He reached out to us and was like, hey, you guys are cool. Want to come see a Train show and hang out afterwards? And we were like, um, yes, what a question. That was really fun, getting those little VIP tickets. We've had a lot of cool stuff happen to us. Like, it's we're living the dream that we've been hoping for for, like, so long. And it's it's really nice, you know? Anything stand out to you, Max? Uh no, I think yeah, you pretty much uh, pretty much covered it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's a few there escaping us uh, right now, but um, you know we're looking up uh, for uh, for them to get even uh, even bigger, even better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never know. Maybe uh, maybe that Grammy isn't too far away. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll actually be on Howard Stern. <laughs> oh, <that'd laughs> like, be, that'd yeah. be, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Was that on the the Sirius XM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And first off, I don't think I ever asked you guys this, but you guys hmm. signed to uh, like a label or anything like that, or are you independent? We're very independent. Fully independent. We have yep. no representation. I mean, if some representation would like to represent us, we're open. <laughs> Always happy to take calls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and same thing with the manager. Do you guys have a manager? How do you guys go about um finding gigs and, and stuff like that we have four managers manage. yeah we have four yes. it's called emma four Max, managers. danny and jake we four are the managers oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you have complaints you must speak to us i'm just saying <laughs> no i love that and, and like what's the process um for you know for you guys getting on the radio and on the main waves whether that be sirius xm or just you know mainstream media whatever it would be well, we have um, we have a uh, a friend of ours that we work with, um, big name in the industry. His name is Eric Alper. He handles a lot of our PR for releases, for example, and he has a lot of great connections in the industry. So, um, if there is uh, like some um, professional contacts that we do have, he's been wonderful in helping us get uh, connected on on shows, magazines, yeah. features. Uh, so, definitely big shout out to uh, to Eric Alper. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a big part. But other than that, it's also just been, you know, organic growth. You know, yeah. our social media has been uh, been been growing and we've been 
getting some attraction and some momentum there and people people reach out and we're always happy to uh to take on uh pretty much pretty much any opportunity oh i forgot like yeah like speaking of radio play one of the things that i forgot to mention was uh phantom lover was actually on um the alan cross show which is um which is the canadian howard stern um and he he heard he heard us organically like through a, a playlist like he just was like oh this this sounds really cool i'm gonna put it on my show and that was probably like one of the coolest days ever was to finally hear the like on one of my favorite radio stations too it's called 102.1 the edge yep. it's like it's toronto's rock radio station i was i was like bawling my eyes out losing my mind just hearing the hard work we did actually be played on like a notorious radio station with someone so big as alan cross Wow, have you guys been invited on to be interviewed yet? No, <laughs> not yet. Soon. I'm waiting. <laughs> not yet. Getting there. Getting there. I wish I had connections that say my people can talk to your people, but yeah. <laughs> fortunately, I am my people. So hey, you're good uh, people. So <laughs> yeah. And um, let's let, let's let's go into, I guess, my closing comments here, right? If you guys had one song of yours whether it be you know like you said a cover on instagram or youtube or whatever or even one of your original ones that you'd want every one of the listeners to go there and listen to what would that be oh my gosh probably uh check out the you're not the only one music video on youtube yeah there are clips of it on our tiktok and instagram is yeah maybe even the full version but uh you can definitely find it on youtube that's our most recent release super happy with that it's got i think everything that makes Pluto. I think everything that makes us, us, us yeah. special and unique, and it's. I think it's one of the songs that sounds most like us. Yeah. From the arpeggiated guitar, um, you know, pretty wet guitar to uh, the crazy loud, overdriven bass, driving drums. Mm. Uh, you know, Emma's unique, u- unique vocals and unique take to uh, to singing those lyrics, and uh, you know unorthodox instrumentation there's a there's a sax solo right in the middle uh right in the middle of the song so uh yeah. you know you don't you sometimes see that in rock but not all the time and i think that's something that uh we always try to do is add uh fun uh fun yeah. unorthodox instrumentation so i think it, i think it checks all the boxes so check yeah. that out music video is awesome love that song um yeah that would be my recommendation i might be selfish but just just watch our just watch our covers there's some that you're gonna love and there's some that you're not and i just say enjoy the art that you're watching in front of you and take it in and be like, wow, this is something that not everybody can do and we're going to do it. And sometimes it's going to be great. Sometimes it's not, but we had fun doing it. I love it. I lied. There's more questions that popped. Uh, popped yeah. So do you guys have any uh, pet names or nicknames for each other? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, Emma's got a few for us. I got, I got, a I, good, do. I got like so many for Dan. It's oh, not yeah, even funny. There's so many. I, <laughs> I just I just say like I just say random things sometimes. I got when we when we uh played with Three Days Grace, their uh, guitar tech nicknamed me Bubbles because I'm ridiculous and goofy and just some I think he said I look like a Disney princess, which was like a really nice compliment. But also he was just like this child is so much for me right now. So my nickname is Bubbles. Um and I will get the occasional tease of okay bubbles from the guys, which I think is hilarious. Um yeah. Dan's got the most. Yeah, I just, we just, like, there's, like, Big Dan or, like, Danny's not, like, Danny's a nickname. His real name is, like, 
Daniel or Carmen Daniel or something like Carmen. that. Carmen. Carmen. He's yeah. Italian. His name is Carmen. You heard it here, folks. First, folks. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not a Dan's lot. Got, Dan's got. Jake, I, I, I don't think I started calling Jake Jake until like this year. Yeah, until Biggs. I joined the band. His last name is Biggs. Biggs. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, Biggs. Emma started calling him. Uh, Emma started calling him Jake, and I, like, Danny and I used to take started taking after that. But don't know when why. We, uh, when we were in high school, everyone calls each other by their last name. So I was I was Kaiser, and he was he was Biggs. I love it. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, so, so at this one I have circled, and I don't know how I missed it. But okay. what's the process that you guys go through? Through writing songs, and are you ever worried that you're going to have repetitive sound? That's a great question. Um, repetitive sound is absolutely something that we want, we are considering in our songwriting. Yeah. We we're trying to. There's a fine line between every song sounds the same and unique and recognizable <laughs> sound. Yeah. And that's the the best bands can toe that line. Um, yeah. And also don't get a lot of flack when they differentiate and try to experiment with uh, with sounds. Yeah. Um, the yeah. songwriting, yeah, oh, sorry, Emma, go ahead. There's Well, there's nothing wrong with having a repetitive sound, I think. I think people get a really bad rep about that. Like, we're not, like, we're not Nickelback. And I'm saying that with love. I love Nickelback. And I know that their songs are repetitive. But there's only, like, seven notes in music. So, and there's only so many, like, configurations you can do. So things are going to sound repetitive sometimes, but making it unique in your own is like, like what Max said, having a specific sound is what you need. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I totally cut something, you off. Something that you, you, something that you listen to and you're like, oh, that's a short work to Pluto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but can still be dynamic. And, and that's definitely something we're, we're always considering, but yeah, like, yeah. um, yeah. Perfect. Pretty much all up. I'll go on that one. I have three questions. I ask every one of my guests. Can I ask them both to you? Can I ask all to you both? Go for it. Yeah, all right. First question. What three qualities do you possess that will make you successful? Hmm. Oh, gosh. That's, that's actually a really interesting question. I don't know. Um. I think- Go ahead, Max. I think I think I think I think talent is is got to be in there. I think we're all very uh, very uh, gifted in our own right, and um, both in in performing instruments as well as songwriting and and listening to music, music IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, I think I think I think our personality's got to be in there. I think we're all mm-hmm. really like dumb, silly, goofy people, and I think that that brings a lighthearted. Um, fun atmosphere especially to our live shows and it, it, i think it makes the crowd feel feel at home makes us feel at home with the crowd and mm-hmm. um yeah a lot of artists can be like very serious we're, we're just we're just out there to have fun yeah oh i would probably say ambitious i think we need to have a bit of you, you have to be ambitious in this in this industry because you never know if one day you're gonna have 160k followers like we do and it could all be gone you, you have to have that little bit of want and drive to do this i also say like compassion you have to really like understand your bandmates and know how they're feeling and listen to what they say and take everybody's opinions into account that's so important to have open communication with your bandmates and i agree talent having talent is is very important being able to go up on a stage and play in front of thousands of plus people and being able to know when 
your bandmates are having a rough night and just supporting them and making sure that everybody is having a good time, whether it be perfect or not so perfect. So, yeah. I love it. Next. I agree. If you could go back in time, what is something that you would tell your younger self? Oh. Learn production uh, earlier. <laughs> first thing. And learn to sing. Uh, those two things. And drums. Just do it. Start earlier. Just but start uh, production earlier. is a big one. Every every musician's got to be a chameleon. You can't just can't just do your one thing. Um, I got that advice. I think a little later than I would have would have liked, but something mm-hmm. I, I took definitely to heart. And uh, I've been working a lot on recently production. Going to start vocal lessons soon and Thank and all of that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think learning production skills, regardless mm-hmm. of what your role in in music is, is an important uh, important thing to have. Mm-hmm. I would probably say. Like growing up, I had a lot of people tell me that I would fail and that actually like took a big blow on me for a really long time. And I could actually finally say to my younger self, like, just just hold on a little longer. You like you've got this, you know that you've got this and it's all going to be worth it. Wow. Hmm. And last thing here. What is something you do every day that you are proud of? Get up. (laughs) I get out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) no I mean yes and no like I'm proud of myself for doing that I I'm actually one of those musicians that are quite anxious and depressed and when I can get out of bed and go and have my day and do the music that I love so much I think that's that's a huge accomplishment for me because there's days that I don't want to and I'm I'm very proud of myself most recently for feeling there's an actual like drive and purpose to everything so that so that was a huge downer. <laughs> it's all good. That's a great answer. Uh, something I'm something I'm proud of every day. Yeah. Oh, I mean, gotta be proud of what you've accomplished. You can mm-hmm. never. You, you got. You always got to be very ambitious, as Emma said earlier. But you you can never. Don't take for granted what you have accomplished. And I think sometimes that gets to me, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Who cares that we have 150,000 followers? You know, I want a million. <laughs> um, but you gotta be you gotta be thankful for for what you have and I think yeah. that's when it, when I do when I do take that in and I am able to uh wrap my head around it it makes me feel happy and I think uh, I think I'm proud of that and just mm-hmm. having you know uh started this band and met these people and just have fun every time we play together we're, we're very lucky yeah well, let me ask you this this do you guys still get nervous before shows no uh, I do not really get stage fright. I, I love it <laughs> personally, yeah. but, um, and I don't really think any of us do really. I think we're all just like, all right, let's, let's go to work. Let's do it. Yeah. I was nervous before the Rivoli show, like the most recent one we did, but I don't think it was because I was like scared that I was going to mess up. Cause I know that's going to happen. I think I was just like, there was so much energy in the room that my body was just like, Oh my gosh, you've got to like, you've got to keep that energy up. But even when we played Blues Fest, like I was, I was so ready just to get on that stage and play for thousands of people and just like, just go for it. I don't know. I don't get, I don't, I, I can't say anything about Dan or, or, uh, or Jake, but yeah, I, I don't. I know Jake, Jake becomes a different animal on stage. He's, Jake is he's crazy. Jake, Jake becomes like the most charismatic person on stage. He's just oh, like yeah. having fun with it. And, yeah. Um, and I, I'm Dan is as well. I think. Oh yeah. I think, there's no real nerves, at least negative nerves going yeah. on. 
Yeah. I was so shocked when you said that that Jake, the drummer, was the quietest person because, you know, <laughs> on stage, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect that, right? Usually yeah. the loudest in in some ways anyways, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's 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 very stoic. And but he, he also he really knows what he's doing. And I think that's just that's just him. Like he's he's so ready just to get started and do what he loves and sometimes it makes it a little quieter and there's nothing wrong with that. Perfect. Do you guys have any questions for me? Did you enjoy this? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I, I, um, no, I, I love this. I was actually super excited um, that, that you know, you, you got back to me and you reached out to me. And uh, this is, so far, this has been one of the better ones. Um, su- super thankful for you guys to come on. And I look forward to, to watching, you know, your guys' journey throughout the years and seeing how many, you know, Junos and Grammys you guys can uh-huh. So, Thank you so much. Pretty cool. Uh, where, can, where can people find you guys? Uh, everywhere. We're on Instagram, everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. LinkedIn. We're making the LinkedIn. It's happening. <laughs> uh, but any, I got our any, Spotify. Apple Music. Tunes. YouTube. Yeah. LinkedIn Just again. Type, type in a short walk to Pluto to anything <laughs> and stuff will come up. Promise. Oh, yeah. If you want to make us a Wikipedia page, be our guest. We are struggling with that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you guys for coming on. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dylan. All right. Thanks. Take care, guys. Bye. You too. Thanks for listening, guys. Please don't forget to like and share this. I'm trying to get this to everybody, uh, any person that you know in Ontario, Canada, um, or anybody that you know comes to Ontario, Canada. I uh, I want to really highlight businesses and people who are in the area. Thanks, guys. Don't forget, like and share and comment, and I'll see you next time. Peace.